You're listening to Better Than Yesterday, a podcast that will inspire the chase to your best self. My name is Angelo Kelly, and I'm a creator who escaped the traditional nine to five. On the show, you'll hear conversations with elite athletes, mindset coaches, and everyday people who talk about their personal journey to a life of passion. I appreciate you guys being here. Now let's get rolling. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Better Than Yesterday. Thank you for joining me today. It is the last Friday of the month, which means it's time for September's solo cast. I really like this format. I've been enjoying it the the last two months, just kind of getting on here, going into a little recap of the month, whatever went on, if I'm learning anything. I've been really trying to be more interactive on Instagram, so I have a question that I asked and got some got some good answers and good feedback, so I'm going to share them on this one. It's really funny that I have this platform. I'm so grateful that I do have the podcast, but I was just with Ryan and Ashley Ellison, two of my best friends from college, and Ashley was just saying how surprised she is that I actually have a podcast, that I am the last person she would expect to be doing this. And I feel the exact same way. I've always been the most introverted and shy person. Just, it's been a good way to kind of get outside my comfort zone. I'm sitting in my, at my kitchen table right now, just talking into a microphone it's a little bit scary for me. And a lot of times with these episodes, I'm doing, you know, 37 takes and this one, I'm just going to go through a roll with it. I'm trying to really not worry about being perfect. I know I don't have a ton of people listening to the pod right now. So it's just, I can kind of make mistakes. I can grow, I can learn. And I'm going to look back in a year or two years from now and just really see how far I've come. I've I already feel like that listening back to some of the older episodes that I've done. I was embarrassed and I was cringing at myself, but it's all a learning process. It's all a growth process. We're we're on this earth to make mistakes. We're on this earth to fuck things up and go back and and see just how far we've come. So I hope you guys can can take a look at that. Whatever you're doing in life, I hope you're pursuing it as best you can and just know in the beginning, whenever you do start something, it's not going to be perfect. You're going to suck for a while, and that's okay. Just get these shitty reps out of the way. Keep doing it. Keep going. That's that's always one of the favorite things that I've heard on the podcast when I had Deanna Sarcino on, and she just said, keep going. That was her advice to anybody. If you're an entrepreneur or if you're doing a YouTube channel or a podcast, I'm sorry I always use those two examples, but they're the two things that I have going on. But just keep going. Just keep putting out content. Stop worrying about the results. Stop worrying about how many people listen. I always see that in the podcast groups that I'm in. So I'm in a bunch of podcast groups on Facebook. And people always ask their question is like, I have this many downloads. Is that good? Or I have this many this many listens on the first episode. Should I stop doing it? And I'm, I always just want to tell these people like, if you're worrying about how many people listen, you're going to quit. It's just that simple. If you're doing it for the amount of people that listen, especially in the beginning, because your podcast just isn't going to be that good. And I'm a year in. I, I'm still, there's things that I wish I would do differently. There's things that I'm still trying to learn. I think everybody's like that. I'm, I'm sure Joe Rogan still has stuff that he wishes he did differently or things that he he said or didn't say, but it's all a process. It's all uh, it's all 
just an opportunity to learn, to grow, and to just keep going. So for September, we just watched this documentary on Netflix, The Social Dilemma. I highly recommend everyone watch this, check this out. It is all about social media, and basically it's a bunch of people who were ex-executives or higher-ups at Google, Facebook, Twitter, all these social media websites, basically saying how addictive these things are designed to be. And it was like a horror movie, honestly. It's a documentary, but you're sitting there watching, and it's like, fuck, I'm so addicted to this little box in my hand. I spend so much time on this thing. And if you just look at your screen time, like be aware of how much time you spend on your phone. I highly encourage you guys to do that this this week. If you haven't already, go on the screen time. It's in your settings. Just see how much time you're spending on your phone. The first step to things is always just being aware. And <laughs> I don't want to say this, but... Most of my, the average day I'm spending close to four hours on my phone. I'm usually between between two hours and 45 minutes and, and three hours and 45 minutes, which is absolutely insane that I'm literally holding this box in my hand that 20 years ago I wouldn't have. And there's so many different things like these phones control your life basically you know, when you're waiting for a text message back from somebody, if you're in a new relationship or something, and your happiness is determined by what people type out on this little box. And when you get a certain thing, you're happy, or you're upset. And it's just crazy. And a lot of the people were saying that they don't even let their kids use social media or basically any screens because they know how addictive these things are designed to be. So um, Instagram, I think, it was either Instagram or Facebook, but they were talking about the ads and how there's just an algorithm to push the ads out at the exact certain time. And they have this down to a science that like you're primed for an ad, you're ready to see that. And Instagram and Facebook are just trying to sell them at the highest price, sell the impression and clicks. It's just, it's fucked up. I think we're all like just so addicted to the to the phone and on the a couple podcasts ago I talked with Casey Zavaleta and we talked about habits so just one thing that I want to do with myself is to start shutting off my phone for at least an hour per day and I really have to think about this and write it down and make it something that I can I can stick to like make it pretty easy that from this time to this time, I'm going to shut off my phone, and I haven't, I haven't really found the perfect answer yet. Like I can shut it off from one to two because I want to do it the same time every day, so it just kind of becomes automatic. But there's different things that I have going on, or or different things trying to schedule. I will let you guys know what actually happens with that, but for sure, check that out. The social dilemma. It's right on Netflix. You'll be surprised. You'll be, um, I guess, a little mad at what these companies are doing. And there's so many great tools. Like all the people that I find on the podcast, I would say 90% of the people I've gotten to talk to, I just DM'd on Instagram and asked them to come on the show. So there are so many great benefits. You would never get to talk to people from across the world even 10, 15 years ago. So 
there's been so many benefits, but it's the the give and take. Like, what are you willing to sacrifice? What is important to you? Do you need social media? If you don't run a business, I would say you probably don't need it. And just look at, just be aware yourself with the screen time and then see when you're actually looking at your phone. Every chance you get, you open up your phone. And same thing with me. I was just, I dropped Dana off to do something today. She was just running into the wine store and I just opened my phone and started scrolling through Instagram. And it's like any time we have any free space, we want to fill that with screens or we want to fill that with stimulus and just sit there. Just try to sit there. That's what I want to do with myself is just take more time to sit with myself, to be with myself and and to be okay when things get a little bit uncomfortable, when there's awkward silences or there's time that I'm spending by myself to just just sit there by myself and, and not really worry about anything. I think we just have... We have so much all the time. We have all these stimuli, all these things around us that we can fill time with. But like how much time are you actually spending with yourself? All right, so let's move on to a little bit of a happier topic. I was I was in the gym this week on Tuesday and I had this kind of breakthrough with my mindset. So I am on a deload week right now. I just competed in the meet on sat last Saturday. And it was absolutely awesome to do an in-person meet. All the people there were super helpful and it was just it was just nice to have that adrenaline and to get that out but what i was learning about myself like mindset wise i was in the gym this week and it's my deload week so i'm not supposed to go heavy but on tuesday i was doing jerks and i was on fire i was just everything was smooth it was solid i was locking reps out better than i normally do i did 125 and that's usually a weight that's that's like automatic for me, but there's there's just days where it's a little different, where the lockout's a little tighter, or it's just a little bit faster than normal. And and after 125, both my coaches told me to go up. They're like, do 130. You have you have a big jerk in you today. And you know, I'm kind of thinking to myself like it's a deload week. I shouldn't really be going too heavy. And I ended up, I did 130. It was, it was really solid. So we went up to 135 and my mind just wasn't in it. Like my mindset was not ready to hit a PR jerk that day. And when you walk in the gym, I think it's important that you have to set an intention. You just can't go in every single day and be like, I'm going to max out. I'm going to do whatever my body's capable of on this day. That's just stupid. If you're doing that every single day. But there are days where it's okay to go for it. And I'm the type of lifter who wants to make every single rep I never want to miss. And it's just like you have to be confident in yourself, especially when those days do come. If you've been lifting for a long time, like I've been doing weightlifting full-time for over two years at this point, and there's not many days that I PR anymore. It's very rare. I would. It took me... 11 months to hit a snatch PR. I was doing the, the same weights over and over and over again until I finally hit a new PR. But on those days that you have it, it doesn't matter if it's supposed to be a light day. And yes, this barring injury or you're coming back, you have a meet coming up, 
kind of throw this out the window, but if you're just training like I am right now, like we kind of all are because you never know when an, when another meet's going to come up. We don't know if nationals is going to be going to happen, but like on those days that you have it, you have to expect of yourself that you're going to hit that PR. You have to be confident in yourself. And when I went for 135 after 130, there was just a little bit of doubt. There was a little bit like, ah, I wasn't ready for this today. I'm not sure if I have this in me. And I guarantee you I would have made it if there was no doubt that I was going to make that lift. There was just that little thing inside me telling me, you know, it's a light week. You're not supposed to be going for it today. And I missed it. I missed it three times. I fucking hate missing reps. It's absolutely the worst thing in the world to me. If I had the choice, I would make every single lift that I attempt. But if you're doing that, you're just not getting better. You're just not progressing. So yeah, change your mindset. And then the next the next day, so I walked into the gym and I was doing this tough complex. It was two power cleans plus one clean plus two jerks. And I knew the top of the range was 115 and I knew that would be my highest potential. Regardless of if it was a light week, I would not go that heavy on that movement. But it was something that was challenging, was something that I knew I could do if I was mentally prepared. And all day I thought about this. I thought, I'm going to hit 115. And barring a missed power clean, I did uh, two full cleans. So I did one power, two cleans, and two jerks. But in my mind, I knew I was going to make that lift. And I made it. The other day, I didn't think I was going to make 135, and I missed it. So ask yourself those questions. Like when you're walking into the gym, do you think that you're capable of doing something? And yeah, if it's a deload week and and you're supposed to be going light, it's fine to stay lower than the range. But all that goes out the window when you've been lifting for a long time and it's time to go for it, even if it wasn't planned, if, if it's just impromptu and you're you're feeling good that day, just go for it. See where it goes. And, and you'll, you know, I think you should. There's a lot of value in leaving the gym knowing you could do more. But you can't always have that. Some days you got to say, this was, this was my capability. This was my potential today. And I think that's uh, something good that you guys can think about. If you're weightlifters, when you're feeling good, just push it. Just see what happens. See See what numbers you can get up to. You might surprise yourself even if it's a day that you weren't supposed to be doing something heavy. All right, so last topic I have here on my Instagram. I pulled this. Uh, Angelo underscore Kelly one is my Instagram. So if you want to get in on these polls, then go follow me over there. But I asked, what's the best advice that you've ever been given? And I was, it was something that I wanted to reflect on as well because I didn't know up until I did this podcast what my answer was going to be. But I have some good answers here. I got one that says, you can't pour from an empty cup. And I think this is so important. For me, going back to the social dilemma, when I'm always on Instagram, when I'm always comparing, when I'm always, you know, just having so much stimulus, it that drains me. And I think we all need to to fill up our cup and just be compassionate with yourself. Like if you're burnout, it's okay, especially during this time. Like don't be afraid to take a day off. Don't be afraid to 
to take a rest day or to not work one day to just sit on the couch and watch Netflix and and just enjoy yourself. I think that's so true that you can't help anybody if you don't help yourself. And I think a lot of people have great advice, but they're not doing the same things themselves. So good one there. Let's see. We have, you're going to do big things, so don't let the small things get to you. Yeah, I think this one's important too. We're all meant for big things, I think. I think everybody is is has potential in them, is capable of doing great things, but a lot of people just don't see it in themselves. A lot of people are afraid to go after it, are afraid to fail, afraid to succeed. I think there's a lot of a lot of different things there, but yeah, if if you um if you know that you're going to be great at something, then yeah, don't worry about the small stuff. Don't worry about the the little things that happened. If you're starting a business and you have one failure, don't let that ruin your entire business. Keep going. All right, next we have don't let people live in your mind rent-free. Yes, this is now more important than ever, I think. Because everybody is in our minds all the time. We have Instagram, we have Facebook, and you can compare yourself. You can get wrapped up into what everyone else is doing. Don't let that happen. So thank you, Kim, for that one. And then last one I got, uh, don't question yourself too much. Be confident in your answer. This is good. I like this one. A lot of times I felt like in college when there be somebody in the room there's like two types of people who answer questions in class. There's the person who knows the answer and who's afraid to like be right. So they'll answer the question kind of in question form, not be confident in their self. And then there's a person who answers it. Even if they're wrong, they're super confident about it. And I always believe those people. Even if they're wrong and they say it convincingly, I'm like, oh, yeah. Maybe maybe I'm wrong about this thing. So I think you got to do your research. I think you have to, you know, consider the source. But yeah, if you're confident in yourself, if you truly believe in the things that you're doing, own it. Just really take it seriously. Take yourself seriously. And I just did that IGTV video on uh, taking yourself seriously. So check that out if you haven't seen that. I would say for me, the two biggest things I've learned, the best advice I've ever been given is one from my dad, it was just ask. And I talked about this on Jim's Tunison for Love of the Game podcast. A lot of the things that I got to do when I was younger, being a bat boy for the Phillies and getting all this equipment, becoming friends with Ryan Howard. Just everything I've gotten to do is because I wasn't afraid to ask. I wasn't afraid for somebody to say no. And my dad always told me the worst thing that people can say is no. So just ask. I asked to become a bat boy for the Phillies. They said yes. Guys would break their bats and I'd be like, hey, hey, Jimmy Rollins, can I get your broken bat? Yeah, no problem. Take it. Hey, Ryan Howard, can I have your cleats? Yeah, sure. <laughs> and it's just so funny because like, no kid at my age was was able to do that and I was able to do it and I was the one just walking away with a bunch of experiences a bunch of crazy memorabilia that I'll have for a while that I never would have gotten if I wouldn't have asked for it and the other one I had 
This one is from Tim Welch and Sean O'Malley from the Timbo Sugar Show podcast. They are two MMA fighters. They're absolutely hilarious. I highly recommend if you guys like MMA, go check them out. But one of the things Tim Welch was saying was don't take advice from people that you don't want to be like. And I think this one is super important. A lot of times we're asking advice from people that aren't doing what we want to be doing. A lot of people will tell you, chase your dream and, you know, you deserve to live a life that you're proud of and all this, you know, hokey pokey type stuff. But a lot of times it's from people who aren't chasing their dreams. A lot of times it's for people who have settled in life, who are content with where they are, who aren't pushing the envelope. So I think if you're asking for advice from somebody, especially if you're doing anything creative, and we talked about before, like everything that you do can be a creative outlet. But if you're trying to ask for advice, ask from people who are doing what you want to be doing. Don't ask the people who who will tell you, yeah, you need to chase your dream. Yeah, you need to, you need to go after what you want. But they've settled they haven't been able to do the work and it's the same thing like if you're I wouldn't ask for hitting lessons if I'm a baseball player from a football coach it just doesn't make sense so don't ask people their opinion on you if they're not doing what you want to be doing and yeah if you ask people for their opinion I think you should take it I think you should you know take it with a grain of salt it depends on who you're asking And a lot of people will give you great advice, but it doesn't mean that you have to listen to it. You don't have to take it to heart. But don't ask people for advice. Like on the flip side, don't ask people for advice if you don't want to hear it from them. If you're not interested in someone's opinion for them, don't ask. And if you do ask, it's kind of on you if you don't like what they're saying to you. So I think those are the two best pieces of advice that I've been given. If you guys want to take the conversation further... DM me at Better Than Yesterday Pod or Angelo underscore Kelly one. I'm pretty active on Instagram these days. Now that I watch the social dilemma, though, I feel bad about it. But if you're running a business, you kind of have to at this point. So for me to promote the podcast, for people to actually be 21 minutes and 55 seconds into this episode, I have to have social media. So I'm uh, I'm trying my best to just make it make it um, as resourceful as I possibly can, try to not use it for things that I don't need to be using it for. I know it's really easy to be scrolling at these naked girls' pictures at this point, but try to stay off it for that stuff. And yeah, that's what I got for you guys for the month of September. I hope you guys liked the interviews this month. I really enjoyed all the guests that I've had on. I've been super lucky to connect with the people that I've gotten to. In September, I'm hoping to keep up the momentum for October and finish out this year strong. So thank you guys for tuning in, and I will talk to you guys on Monday.